Welcome to today's discussion from a collection of memories. Uh, today's episode uh, is my response to the stimulus question, how is life different today compared to when you were a child? As I get set to see the sunset on my 80th year, this is a very intriguing question. It is an accepted fact that we have seen more technological change in the last 25 years than in all previous history. Wow! I believe that it, to some degree, reflects the changes in all aspects of life, family, social, education, and careers as well. We see lots of posts on social media on this topic, and some are even true. My early years, 41 to 1945, were spent in a simple setting in our grandfather's house. My dad was overseas involved in the fighting in World War II, and my mom and I lived with her dad, John Whitney. Mom was still raising a few of her younger sisters as well. Aunt Barb and Aunt Teresa were still in high school. Simple but great times with Grandpa Whitney and my aunts. When Dad returned from Europe, the world was changing, as was our lives. We moved to a rented house at the corner of Wood and West Street. Not many people we knew owned houses and certainly didn't own cars. We had three meals a day together as a family and huddled around the radio together to listen to our family's favorite programs. Lux Theatre, Boston Blackie, Casey, crime photographer, and so on. Sometimes we went to the Prescott Theater together to watch a significant movie. One example was The Yearling. This film starred Gregory Peck, Jane Wyman, uh, Claude Jarman, and Forrest Tucker. And the story is about a young boy who adopts a troublemaking young deer. A real family movie. Another favorite activity, Dad, Mom, and I would go to the rink. We always had a blanket because it was freezing, and you really and you had to go really early to get a seat to watch both Prescott's junior and senior teams. Intertown rivalry was high, and hockey was a focal point. Geez, I still do the same things, minus the blanket, and I did lug Rob to a lot of games in his younger days. But attendance at local sports has dwindled, if not disappeared. Too many more comfortable, less hassle options. As I mentioned, we had no car. Dad rode his bicycle to work, and we walked everywhere, school, church, and visiting our relatives. That was a big pastime. Mom and I visited her cousin Eileen King, Barb's mom, every week. They had tea and I got to munch on cookies or biscuits. At Christmas time, we would always load up a sleigh with Christmas gifts and make the rounds, walking, delivering them. Aunt Marianne lived at Russian Hall, along with Uncle Gerard and their eight kids. Then we would stop off at wherever Barb, Stella, and Teresa were living. And the last stops were Grandma and Grandpa Prophet, and then Uncle Bits and Aunt Winnie, Randy's parents.
The day before that, we would have gone to Grandpa Whitney's house to see Uncle Bob and Uncle Jim along with Grandpa. Wintertime brought outdoor hockey. Organized hockey at the outdoor rink at the DLD. Much of our time, we played at Central Public School with wooden frame goals and potato sack netting. And it did have the luxury of two hanging light bulbs. Saturday saw us take advantage of ice patches at the CPR Pond, Bradley's Creek, and of course Charlie's Pond at Fader's Racetrack, now Crisca Transport, but initially it was built up by RCA. Summer in those days meant treks to Kelly's Bay for swimming and swimming lessons. Quite often we would walk or ride our bikes for a morning dip. Sometimes we had swimming lessons in the morning. Home for lunch, then back for an afternoon of swimming, diving, and laying on the sandy beach. We got quite good at playing baseball names. We would scratch a player's initials in the sand, and the other person would try to guess who it was. Denny Hibbon was really good or devious at this game. Of course, we knew every player on every team. The Dodgers were still in Brooklyn and the Giants in New York City. Once a week, we had the pleasure of going to Kelly's Bay after supper with Mom and Dad. Dad loved to swim and dive. He was always encouraging us to try some new dives and extend our repertoire beyond a simple tuck or swan dive. He was good at back dives and doing flips. During those early years, probably grades four to eight, we played a lot of pretend games like war. We all had helmets and knapsacks, etc., as relics from the real war, or cowboys and Indians. Of course, all our scenarios came from the movies of those times, as they were both uh, relevant and prevalent. So you can see, simple times, simple life. The difference between nostalgia and reminiscing. Nostalgia and reminiscing are two words between which a key difference can be identified, although both refer to remembering the past. The key difference between the two words is that while nostalgia is longing for the past, reminiscing is merely a recollection of the past.